NFL experience, then this is the show for you. This is Up on Game with LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. Did you hear that? LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, Plaxico Burris? It's a show with three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. And now, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. All right, good morning to everyone out there. Welcome to Up On Game. I'm LeVar Arrington, my man TJ Hushmanzada, my man Plexico Burris. We're all here in the building. We got a lot to do. My brother, my main, my main mammy, Jonas Knox, just finished off a, an amazing uh, an amazing show. Shout out to him. Appreciate him giving us a good, strong lead in. He's my guy. Uh Make sure you're checking us out uh, on our podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Keep up with everything up on game. Our social media handle up on game network. Uh, Plexico Birds at Plexico Birds. TJ at what is it at TJ what Hush? <laughs> is it at TJ Hush? Because I'm not even going to try to spell it if it if it ain't at TJ Hush. We but talk, I do talk, believe it is at TJ Hush. We talking Twitter, correct? Uh, uh, let's go out. Instagram. Yeah, oh, let's yeah. go out. Just TJ H O U S H eighty four. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You're not on. You're not on Twitter, are you? I just got on not too long oh, ago, bro. Okay, what are you on Twitter? Just Hoosh eighty four. You know, it's really crazy that you try to get the same thing. How does somebody take your just stuff? Grab your like. It's so crazy. Like they'll yeah, just well, grab your name. Like, bro, come on. It's not that serious. Man, I was dealing with the same thing when I was in <laughs> Pittsburgh back in. This was 2011. I. I didn't have a Twitter. I didn't have a Twitter until 2011. In the NFL, I was like, listen, wow. uh, we got like 10 people on Twitter saying that you they putting all the stuff out there. You need to just create an account to protect yourself. Indeed, and, indeed, and that's what happened. Well, that's what they will do. They will jump on the Twitter and and put put things out there about you and and for you and all those good things. I mean, that's just how social media works. But you know what? We're up on game. We're the crew. We're the trio. We are right. uh, the dynamic trio uh, that makes up Super Stretch Armstrong and Mr. Pantene Man himself who can leap mm-hmm. buildings in a single bound. So let's get to it, man. We got a lot mm-hmm. to get to. Uh, on Your Head will be coming up shortly. We got some <coughs> um, some thoughts on Matthew Stafford and his wife and, and how that had something to do with a stage and a photographer. Well, we'll touch that. Uh, the Packers. Uh, what are they doing right now? And well, what is Aaron Rodgers going to do? I'm, I can't wait to hear what you guys got to think. We got a whole lot of other things coming up as well. We will talk NBA legendary moments, but let's first start off. Let's jump into it. Final thoughts on the Super Bowl. I am excited to hear uh, what we got going on. What is next? Who? This this is the question I want to ask after you give your your thoughts on the game. All right. Who is more likely, which team, the Rams or the Bengals, are more likely to make a, another run, a legitimate run at winning the Super Bowl? But first, who wants it first? Uh, I mean, TJ, I know you're sniffling. I, I heard the sniffles. Um, I, I don't know if you brought the Kleenex out. Maybe it was enough time in between the show and the game uh, for you to get yourself together and your thoughts and your emotions together to to handle this question. But uh, who wants it first? Who wants it first? Man, I'll, I'll take it. Because you know why, ahead. man? You know, sitting here looking at this game, you know, uh, you know, last Sunday. And I know you guys remember me saying, I said, listen, this stage is set for OBJ to go out and have a great game on Super Bowl Sunday. And he went and out. Two catches, 52 yards in the first quarter. And you can't tell me that, that he wasn't on his way to, 
to have a fantastic performance uh, in, in front of, you know, 20 million people. Mm-hmm. But for me, the, 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 you know, all the takes, you know, that, that, that I think uh, looking forward, you know, uh, I would say that the Rams will be the most likely team to, to get back to the Super Bowl because they have a great defense. And Aaron, Aaron Donald has came out and said, listen, bring back Von Miller and bring back OBJ and let's run it back. They have the makings of a team that can make a run for the next two or three years to the Super Bowl and win world championships. But looking at the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, Joe Burrow is no longer going to be a surprise to people. So people are going to, you know, they're going to make some changes defensively and adjust. Jamal Chase is an absolute phenomenon at the wide receiver. So looking at Cincinnati, they're going to have to build the defense because they have the offense. They have everything that they need offensively to get back to the Super Bowl. But they're going to definitely need a defense to, be, to go out and play better if they want to continue to to play well in the AFC and reach the Super Bowl. But for for me, it's more likely the Rams because you know they they have everything that they need to make a run. Mm. To to answer the question right out, it, it, it's it's the Rams and. I disagree with Plex with the Bengals' defense needs to get better. They, they need to get a better corner. Secondary, that, yeah. That defense is solid. They oh, need right. to um, – TJ, that is defense. Im- they need to improve <laughs> that offensive line. <laughs> it is. They, they, they need to improve <laughs> that offensive line. because The defense is what carried them through the playoffs. That defense yeah. is the reason they made it to the Super Bowl. 16 points against Tennessee – that last drive, getting the interception against the Raiders, holding them to under 20, holding Kansas City to under three points or just three points in the second half after giving up 21 in the first half. So the defense, in my opinion, as long as they re-sign Jesse Bates, they'll be fine. The reason I say the Rams is this. They've had a ton of success lately. This is new to the Bengals. They hadn't been to the Super Bowl since 88. I I truly believe that they're just getting started. This wasn't a flash in the pan, but they're going to have to show me that, whereas the Rams has shown me consistently that they're a team that can compete at the highest levels. The Bengals aren't going to sneak up on teams, and again, they won a ton of close games. That Super Bowl, it was, I just go to the last play of the game, and I say, man, left guard, you know the center has been turning your way the entire game. How do you get beat outside when you know you have help inside? How? Another split second, Jamar Chase catches the game winner. I thought the game, the refs let him play early on. Well, they let him play the entire 58 minutes and then started calling penalties that were not penalties late, which I truly believe gave the Rams a Super Bowl. When you can say, oh, T. Higgins grabbed Jalen Ramsey's face mask. He did. Jalen Ramsey also grabbed T. Higgins on the one-yard line with 31 seconds left in the first quarter. That would have given the Bengals first and goal from the one. So that's a four-point difference right there. And so you can point to so many different things. First and foremost, the Bengals must sign some offensive linemen. They better give them three-year deals, big, big money, because after those three years, that's when you got to start paying Joe and Jamar and those guys. And so I say the Rams, but I'm very, very optimistic that the Bengals are just getting started. I'm high on the Bengals. Um, and, and and here's the thing. But I do think it's the Rams, but not not necessarily for the reasons that you guys give. And, I mean, if you look at the teams 
on the AFC side versus the NFC side. You know, there's the Tennessee Titans. I think that they're on the cusp. I, I think they're a quarterback away from possibly transitioning into a dominant team. I think that when you look at other AFC teams um, that have it's been too, out it's there. too many of them. There's too many. There's too many to, to think about. If the Colts mess around and get a quarterback, if Denver gets a quarterback, and I know these are all ifs, but let's take the Big if ifs. I'm talking it, about capital I and capital F. Okay, well, let's let's talk about Kansas City then, and, and they have a quarterback. Uh, and, and I just think that – when you look at how the AFC is built, Baltimore, can, can, can Lamar take a step forward? I've got some pretty interesting in-depth conversations about Lamar and what he needs to work on. And it doesn't seem like it's a big ask or a big, a big adjustment for him to do to take that next step. So, when I look at the AFC, I say that's a much more difficult, a much more competitive uh, side of the, the, the league than the NFC. You look at the NFC, we don't know what's going to happen with, with Aaron Rodgers, and we'll talk about that later on in the show, but we don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Outside of the Green Bay Packers, what team – What and, and, and for what it's worth, again, if that's a big – capital I and a big capital F for Denver getting a quarterback or the Colts, is there a chance that Deshaun Watson and and Aaron Rodgers end up landing or Russell Wilson end up landing in one of those places? Now, with that being said, back to the NFC, what does that mean for Seattle? What does that mean for Green Bay? Green Bay is the cream of the crop outside of the Rams and the NFC. You look at the NFC West, What's going to happen with the, the 49ers if they let Garoppolo go? What happens with the 49ers if they keep Garoppolo, right? Are they able to get are they able to get better with Garoppolo or have we seen the ceiling of what Garoppolo can provide for this team? And once you move on from him, is the backup going to is Trey Lance going to be the guy that can actually continue on the winning with with San Francisco? I think that's more of a capital IF than anything else. So I just look at the NFC. I would have thought that, okay, Arizona, they're transitioning into the next phase of being good, but then they do the same exact thing that they do every year. They fall off at the end. So I don't believe in Arizona. I do not. So when I look at the NFC, who do I believe in? Is it going to be the Vikings? Because they still got Kirk Cousins. He ain't his, uh, to me. I don't put him above a Jimmy Garoppolo. So when I look at this 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 whole breakdown of both sides, the AFC is going to have teams that are strong enough to make real pushes to the to the Super Bowl. I I can't think of anybody. You lose Tom Brady in Tampa. So are they going to hey, go we, back to normal? as we sit here today? Yeah. Outside of the Los Angeles Rams in the NFC. Who else is there? I, I believe the only team that you can say is there are the Dallas Cowboys. <sighs> That's it. They're, they're, they're literally – and I'll be fair. What, what's your I'll word, be fair. What's your I'll word, Flex? What's your I'll word? Put the, I'll put the Cardinals in there as well. I'll put the Cardinals in there. And They both got the same word that Plexico's come up with for teams. That's all I'm going to say. It's called Fool's Gold. Fool's Gold. They're, but they're the only fool's team, and, and I think that's why we all gold. say – 
That's why we all say the Rams because when you look at it, maybe Seattle, maybe not. You don't. We don't know what's going to happen with the Niners. But when you go across the NFC, it's really, really crazy that it's like, hmm, who could it be? Right. Oh, the Cowboys. When you go to the AFC, I mean, you can name eight or nine teams. Right. That have core. You, the Bengals. What's going to happen with Cleveland? The Ravens, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Chargers. You can just go. The Chargers even, is an interesting one. I didn't Chargers say the Titans. Like, man. there's so many teams. Yeah. The Colts, as if you said, they get a quarterback. The Broncos, as if you said, if they get a quarterback. There's so many teams. Oh, also the Raiders, who were just in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, also Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Yeah. And so there's so yeah. many teams. Yeah. In the AFC, that it's not going to be easy. You know what I'm so curious let, about. Let me ask you guys a question, go, right quick. Go, ahead, go. Ahead. If you are the San Francisco 49ers and you have the team that you have, I got to keep you. Him. Listen, nah, he got to go. I got to huh? keep him. Go ahead. Listen, if you are the, if you are the San Francisco 49ers right now and you have the team the team that you have and you know you have a team that can make a run and possibly get to the Super Bowl, if you could get Tom Brady for one year to come Let's play go. back home, Let's would go. you take him? Out of retirement and, and <laughs> sit Trey Lance for one more season. What? You had the yeah. opportunity to get him. Hey, hey, Plex, I would walk from Tampa Bay to uh, San Francisco. Dang, you walk. It'd be season by the time you get there. Bro. Hey. I'm with you. That's I'm how, with you. What? Trey I'm Lance, I'm sorry, bro, but you're going to sit on this bench as long as – like, you have to. Hmm. Because if Garoppolo plays a little better, the 49ers are in the Super Bowl. They were winning the game. It, it, on the they pass win the Super Bowl in the run defense. <laughs> they win the Super Bowl. Yeah, if you can get Brady, and I believe that's very possible. It's his hometown mm-hmm. team growing up that he always wanted to play for. He always wanted go. to play for the Niners, and so if Brady is at home, isn't it crazy that it. I want to play till I'm 45? I think I can play till I'm 50. Oh, I'm just going to retire now. Yeah, but it's family. <laughs> It's family. Come on. All right. Now look. Look. What I, happened I to the fi- family three months ago? Yeah. They were. Well, the family you know. was still there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, they're going to be there. All right. Well, we'll 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 keep that conversation going for another time. Uh I think that the obviously the, the definitive uh answer is it's going to be the Rams. Uh you're listening to Up on Game. That's TJ Hushmanzada. That's Plexico Burris. I'm LeVar Arrington. When we come back, we're going to get with our man JJ James Jackson. We're going to get some on your head and we'll talk about Matthew Stafford, NBA talk, legendary moment. We got a lot of things to get to. All right, guys. Make sure you stay tuned in, locked in to this FOX radio dial. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back in to Up On Game. Plexico Burris, TJ Hushmanzada. I'm LeVar Arrington. We'll be getting to On Your Head shortly with my man James Jackson from Straight Facts Podcast. But we're going to jump on uh, Packers and Aaron Rodgers as well. We'll also touch on Harbaugh. I'm sure you'll be interesting uh, on your take, Plex, to to hear about you know uh, him returning to the arch nemesis of Michigan State, and and we'll get to legendary moments. Uh, we got like Garrett Blunt coming on, and I, let me tell you something. When I when I was with him, you know, Garrett is much like a lot of us uh, in terms of what our persona is uh, to the public, what people make of us, and how they judge us. Um, he seems like he wouldn't be the type of guy he is once you meet him. I don't know if y'all know LeGarrette, but dude is a super intelligent dude, very well-spoken. Um, 
I was blown away when when I, I did the interview with him and I was excited to talk with him and get to talk, get to have the chance to talk with him. He actually opened up about the the, the situation that took place with, with Boise um, all those years ago. And he's never talked about it ever in any interviews, any public forums. He says just something that he, he wanted to, to move on from and 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 just, you know, get through that. It's been something that you could tell has plagued him. So. That's that's if you want to catch the whole interview on that, make sure you check out Up On Game Presents um, the podcast so you can hear the entirety of that interview. Uh, do we have James Jackson yet or no? OK, we have him. All right. Let's let's uh, let's jump into this. Uh, I hope you all ready for this because he does jump on people's heads. So let's get to it. Oh, yeah. Now, it's Move it like this. I'm on your head with James Jackson. What up, though? Hello, hello. I heard you were looking for me. You Come on, me? we found you. We got you. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's get into it because you guys know I'm all for being confident in yourself, right? I love that in a player. But I have to draw a line in the sand somewhere. And to me, there's a difference between being confident and being a little bit delusional. Like, you can never lose self-awareness in the moment. So, TJ, I'm going to need you to talk to your guy for a second, man. Eli Apple. Got to be on your head for a second. Now, I know that it's uh, – trust me, man. I know that it's, a, it's in a DB's DNA to have supreme confidence. And clearly, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree on this one. But you, you know you've messed up when the entire NFL landscape, players and fans alike, aren't rooting against the Bengals. They're rooting against you. And after giving up some of the biggest plays we saw in the postseason – Maybe it's time to be quiet just a little bit. Maybe it's time to take a back seat. And so I understand why he was responding to some of the players, right? Like from his point of view, the Bengals and I are playing in the Super Bowl, and they're not. So who they? But after you talk the talk, my guy, you must walk the walk, man. You've got to be able to back it up, and that's what we didn't see. And I hear a lot of people saying, oh, he's giving DBs a bad name. He's giving DBs, you know, a bad rep. And on one hand, yes, one bad apple can spoil it for the whole bunch. But in this case, I kind of think this is just about Eli. And to his credit, he said he's going to use all the noise and all the hate to come back better next season and use it as motivation. And good. I'm glad because he's going to need to pick himself up after this one. I ain't seen an apple fall this hard since Newton discovered gravity, boy. I'm on your head. All right, so this is this is interesting because that's Plexico's best friend and homie oh uh, that he taught how to cover, and, and he took him out in his yeah, backyard right. showing him the proper uh, techniques. Uh, what's your take on this, Plex? <laughs> hey, man, doesn't this sound like me when I was talking about this game last week? I said, listen, uh, Eli Apple's going to be put in a situation in this football game where he's going to have to play man-to-man coverage. And everybody knows that when you're playing against Eli Apple in man-to-man coverage, he's not a man-to-man corner. He's one of those corners that can sit back in, in zone and, and cover three and cover, and, and, and cover two corner and differences, differences, situations like that. And you look at two plays. Uh, when they got down to the goal line and, and he was playing bump press man-to-man against Cooper Cup in the slot, he damn near tackled this man. He they got didn't ran even call, over. Yeah, they didn't even <laughs> call that. He damn near tackled him, and then they go right back to him knowing their game plan in this situation to, listen, 
we're going to line up in this situation and we, and we are going to force Eli Apple into a man-to-man situation because the game is going to come down to that. Somebody's going to have to go out and make a play man-to-man and they knew who the lame duck was all along. Dang, lame duck. So what they do, they lame put duck. him in a situation to where he, they, know, they know they put him against the best wide receiver in football and Eli Apple is <laughs> average bar, I mean, bar none as far as a, a coverage corner, and they put him in a situation. He gave up some of the biggest plays of the game, and that's what I right. said what, what was going to happen last week before the game was even played. So that's and a double there on your head. There you go. That's a double on your head. There you what, go. What you got, what you got TJ? Right. Get him I mean, off. It, Get him up it, off your boy. No, it, it, I mean, it is on, what it is. E- Eli Apple, he was drafted to be a man-to-man corner. When you're drafted as high as he was drafted, by the Giants, you must be a man-to-man corner. He's he, he's not the corner that you would like him to be. He's not the corner that he portrays himself to be on Twitter, and, and that's okay. He's in the National Football League. He was in a big moment. And see, this is the problem. When you do what he did after they beat the Chiefs and, and you tweet what he tweeted and then New Orleans has some of the worst food because he didn't like his stay in New Orleans – when you do those type of things, That's just know <laughs> it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. And, and so <laughs> now, now that he's in a situation that wasn't favorable for him, all that's going to come back on him. Mm-hmm. And he has to understand that. It is what it is. I just, for the life of me, Plex, when you look at that split, you tell me one receiver that starts inside and runs a slant. Mm-hmm. Like, like these DBs. Nobody. Is, like, no receiver is going to start inside and still run a slant. If you start me inside, I know you're going back out. Not, like, oh, my gosh. It, it, it's That's just common um, sense. But, I mean, if I'm going to defend him, the Bengals know his liabilities. They should have had their best corner on Cooper Cup in that situation instead of Eli Apple. So, TJ, so, so, going back to what you said, you said that the Bengals need cornerbacks. Are you referring to Eli mm-hmm. Apple? You yes, are yes. on the stand, TJ. That, 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 yes, yes. That, you are under oath. <laughs> e- e- Eli Apple, I mean, he made some big plays for the Bengals. He, you can say he resurrected his career, but teams are going to target him moving forward. And he knows that. The Bengals know that. But the Bengals have tried to address it. They've tried. They, they signed Trey Waynes. He can't stay healthy. He made big money. He can't stay healthy. They've drafted Darquez Denard out of Michigan State in the first round. He wasn't the answer. So they've tried to find oh, Michigan corners. State couldn't help out Ohio State, huh? Okay. And, and so uh, both of those the, guys are state guys, by the way. Okay. And, and, right. and, and so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And Neither I mean, one they, helping. They signed Trey Waynes to a big deal <laughs> coming from Minnesota, and he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. But, yes, when, I, when you said corner – or when I said corner, yes, I was referring to Eli Apple. Mm-hmm. But again, James, when he bumps his gums the way he did on Twitter, when he was mm, being a went after Twitter Cheetah. warrior and went after uh, Tyreek Hill and Miko Hartman, this is to be expected. It comes with the territory. That's true. That's why I said when you talk the talk like that, you must walk the walk. He had an opportunity to – he had an opportunity to back all of that up. And we might be talking about Eli Apple in a much different sense if he did, but – you're right, TJ. Like it, it got, he got exposed in front of 100 million people, not, not 30, 100 million people. That's tough. Where, where can people find you to walk your walk and talk your talk, uh, JJ? Yeah. 
can, can find me all over the place. You guys always know I'm on Straight Facts Podcast on the Up On Game Presents Network. Also on Instagram at the real underscore Jimmy J. Also Twitter at the real underscore Jimmy J. You can also find me at the Villanova Home Games. You got a yeah. game today. They, 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 the game day host of Villanova Basketball. I'm over, over the place. Worldwide James, they call me there, you know. That's awesome, man. And I see the work you're doing with Villanova. That's 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 to be commended, man. Uh, keep doing your thing. Keep pushing. Keep grinding, man. Good things are going to happen for you, man. We appreciate you making some time to come on with us. Sir, I'm always up on game. I appreciate you, boys. All Jeez, right. Bro. Sounds good. All right. Let's go back into the room where we got our man, Ralphie. What you got, Ralph Irvin? What you talking about with this trending? What we got? It's NBA All-Star Weekend. Okay, okay, right, so okay. We're done. Is it? Oh, that's it. <laughs> and that was Ralph Irvin on a, uh, on the update. All right. Hey, All-Star. Yeah, we, we were making our way towards uh, All-Star Saturday night, uh, which will be tonight. Skills contest, three-point shootout, dunk contest. Tomorrow night will be the All-Star game. On the College Hardwood right now, 730. <laughs> wow. What? Why you speed read it like it was the fine print at the end of the message? Because uh, restrictions may apply. Okay, restrictions do apply. Go. Okay, all right, there we go. Uh, we got college hard uh, college basketball going on right now. Number seven Baylor, twenty three sixteen. They lead TCU seven thirty nine to play in the first half. Seven fifty five to play in the first half. The game that matters to one of you. Number twelve Illinois. Number nineteen Michigan State. And right now the Illini up nineteen eight. Oh, no. That's not what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a- we just knocked Michigan State off, by the way. I know that won't be in the update, oh, but Penn State did God. just knock <sighs> off really? Michigan State in basketball. Not, just, not a good start for Sparty right Just so oh. everyone knows is, uh, is aware we, of that. We, we've been on a, t- a two-week downward spiral. I don't know what's going on, but well, we got to fix it. We just helped put you on it. That's all. 757 yeah, to play in the first <laughs> half. Number 24, UConn. Oh. Uh, up 24-18 over Xavier. Just getting underway. Uh, number 11, Texas Tech playing at number 20, Texas. The NFL has enlisted former U.S. Attorney Mary Jo White to investigate allegations against Dan Snyder. Know oh, him? Uh, yep. White previously led a similar inquiry into former Panthers owner Jerry Richardson, who sold the team soon after. Uh, the NFL oh, working oh. on uh, contract extension with Roger Goodell. He's currently locked in till March of 24. The new agreement could keep him there till March of 2028. Mm-mm. And the NCAA 50. D1 Council will be looking into the effects that NIL has had on the entire student-athlete experience and how it may be violating some NCAA rules. Oh, oh, you think? Man, so we will see about that. But just <laughs> remember right. this, uh, Plex. What's that? What's that? Mm-hmm. While, while Michigan State's playing basketball, at Penn State, they're just dancing all weekend. So Yeah, shots out to the people that will dance for Thon Pediatric Cancer, the largest student-ran philanthropic movement ever, ever. Shots out to them. Dance y'all's asses off. Proud of you guys. We are. Yeah, save a life. When we send it back now, it is. Come on. Up on That was it. That was it. You cut it off That's early today. I, I thought you was going like linger with it. I thought I thought you was going bellow it all the way out, Ralphie. You got to mix it up sometimes. Sometimes you, you, you know need what? Short track. You got to keep us guessing. I like it. I liked it. I appreciated it. I appreciate you. I appreciate Sammy. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate Ryan. I appreciate you guys back there in the control room making things do what it's going to do. All right, let's jump into this one. Uh, TJ and, and, and Plex, uh, you guys are listening to Up On Game. Uh, Fox Sports Radio is a wonderful thing. Uh, the Packers, uh, obviously, they're not getting the memo that, that Aaron Rodgers is rolling out. Uh, they they just brought back Tom Clements, which, you know, as the quarterback coach, wow. um, which is very, very, uh, a very big move in saying or, or implying or putting out there the signal, the Aaron Rodgers, uh, Green Bay Packer uh, signal to bring him back to Green Bay. Now, I got to ask, this makes me this makes me think of two things, all right? And I, I need y'all to, to, to put us up on game on this. One, does this signif- signal that Aaron Rodgers may be coming back? And two, if he is, and even if he doesn't, how does this hit Jordan Love, man? The backup QB, they moved up to get into the draft, is now sitting – perceivably in the worst state of limbo that any backup number one draft pick quarterback could be finding themselves sitting in. Well, Aaron Rodgers sat uh, longer than Jordan Love is, is sitting right now. Six or seven years he sat. sat. No, nah, nah, like uh, three. Three. He sat three years. Well, three. It, seemed like, it, seemed, like it seemed like six years. But if, if you're the Packers, I'm doing everything I can to keep Aaron Rodgers as well in – Jordan Love may be fantastic, but I don't know. And I know what I have with Aaron Rodgers. Hire Tom Clements. Okay, all they're doing right now is trying to show Aaron Rodgers we're willing to do what it takes to keep you. Now, is that enough? I probably say no. The Packers have salary cap problems. They're not going to be able to bring back the team that they need. Devontae Adams won $30 million a year. Are they going to franchise them? If they franchise them, they can. They don't have the ability to sign anyone else because then Aaron Rodgers wants a deal. And so if I'm Green Bay, yes, I'm going to do all I can to keep them. But I don't believe at the end of the day it will be enough. Hmm. They just, for some reason, you just point to the last two years, number one seed, lose their first playoff game at home. They are not winning the games they should win. To me, just move on. Move on and better your franchise. It's okay. If you believe Jordan Love isn't that guy, well, guess what? You're going to get a lot of picks where you can draft a replacement for Aaron Rodgers. And if Jordan Love shows you he's that guy, now you have a quarterback on a rookie contract for possibly two more years. Let's see if we can build a winner. But I I believe Aaron Rodgers is done in Green Bay, but I don't fault the Packers for trying to do all they can, hiring coaches and et cetera, to keep uh, Aaron Rodgers happy and in the fold. Listen, TJ, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is done in Green Bay. I don't think he's done in Green Bay. And he doesn't want a contract. The Green Bay Packers have came out and said, listen, we are willing to make you the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. And that's going to be normal $50 million a year. They've already came out and said that. Hey, you can say whatever. They've Show already me. said it, TJ. Yeah, hey, they've hey. already said it. Show hey, me. Hey, Plexico, I, hey. they need to show him. Hey, 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 all three of us show are married. Show me the hey, money. All three of us are married. And our, my wife is at my son's game, so she ain't listening. 
We say a lot of things. <laughs> Show me. <laughs> why, oh. why are you going to put us under the bus? Oh, don't like put that? me on. Hey, y'all wise ass. Ah, chopping block. Hey, you are unbelievable. Hey, why you hey, put me on the Show me. Block, wow. Why, why hey. do you have to resort to that? I was just why making a was point. That your example, <laughs> sir. Hey, hey don't, hey, don't, don't tell me. A, I'm gotta, just making a point. <laughs> and hey, you, you have go. to go there and stretch. Hey, I'm hey. just saying, show me. Wow. Show me. Show me. Oh Meanwhile, but let me get back to what I was saying. Come on, get as back to what you were saying. As long as Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is in Green Bay, Jordan Love is not going to play. That's a fact. So I said that a few months ago. I said, listen, if, if Aaron Rodgers is going to be there for another three or four years, which it looks like he's going to be, if, if the deal works out with uh, Devontae Adams to stay, because he've already, he's already came out and said, listen, I, I'm, not, I'm, going to, I'm going to talk to Devontae Adams and see, see what his situation is looking like. Is he going to be a Green Bay Packer or is he, or is he going elsewhere? And for Jordan Love, if Aaron Rodgers is there for three or four years, you might as well trade him just like you said, get some draft picks, and you're bringing in everybody you possibly can to make Aaron Rodgers happy. I didn't even know Coach – I didn't know Tom Clemens was still coaching. He was my coach in Pittsburgh. Hmm. That was 20 years ago. Hmm. So you get him off the couch. Earning capacity. And, and, you, and you bring him back to Green Bay, <laughs> and you make Aaron Rodgers feel more comfortable. Last year you bought back Randall Cobb because he wanted the best friend back. What you going to do next? Call Jordy Nelson and bring him back too? Mm. I mean, listen, they're giving him every – possible scenario for, for him to be comfortable. I don't think he's going anywhere. When they come out and say they're going to make him the highest-paid quarterback in football, I don't think he's leaving Green Bay. Why would he? Why would you break up a marriage with the best with, with one of the best two wide receivers in all of football, Devontae Adams? And if you franchise him, he's not going to be happy. They he's might not have go- to franchise. They might have he's to not going to be though. happy. Because you, 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 or now, you might lose, you might lose the one business. of the Smith brothers or both of them in order to try to create room to be able to sign some of these guys. Here's what I'll say, though. Here's, here's what I'm going to say. The difference between Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers when they were sitting and waiting was they weren't having these conversations about Brett Favre. It was he had to go. It was time to go. Brett wasn't letting go. We, we, we had to almost basically, like, play, play to his game until he finally allowed himself to leave Green Bay. This one right here, they don't want Aaron Rodgers to leave Green Bay. And if I'm Jordan Love and I'm Jordan Love's representation, every single year, every single down, every single moment that passes that he's not getting better or getting onto the field, his value's going down. It's going down. And if I'm him, is my career going down if I don't get this opportunity? I think he's in a bad spot right now. And that sucks because to be such a high draft pick and to be caught in limbo over them going back and forth about another guy who, which, by the way, is is a consecutive uh, league MVP. Uh, you can't feel any real shame about it. But I would have to say this. You got to assert yourself and get a little bit more aggressive on what it is you want as a former top number one draft pick in, in your draft class if this is going to work out the way that you need it to work. So here we go. Uh, when we get back, guys, we're, we're going to touch on uh, Michigan and, and the Wolverines and what they got going on uh, with Jim Harbaugh and his extension. Did he handle that the right way? We're going to talk about that. we got a legendary moment coming up in, in uh, just about 25 minutes or so uh, NBA talk. College football playoff. It's going to expand. 
yet, but not for for a little while. We'll give you that information as well. So uh, <laughs> stay tuned in. You're getting put up on game. That's TJ Hushmanzada. That's Plexico Burris. I'm LeVar Arrington. Yeah, this is Fox Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. All right. <clears throat> Welcome back into Up on Game. I'm LeVar Arrington. It's Plexico Burris, otherwise known as Stretch Armstrong, and my main mammy, Pantene Man, otherwise known as TJ Hushmanzada, who's uh, Cincinnati Bengals needed some Pantene power uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. But, yeah, you know, things happen and, and you know, it, the life goes on. But they made it, you know, and that's that's what matters most is that they made it in and they represent it well. Uh, guys, I got to ask the question about Jim Harbaugh. I wanted to use our shortest segment on this because clearly Thank you. there are no real fans of Jim Harbaugh or the team that he coaches on this show, unless uh, TJ was an undercover Michigan Wolverine <laughs> fan and I didn't know about it. But uh, do we think that he's handled this situation the best way? Had had everyone thinking he was leaving Michigan to go get the job in Minnesota, goes and meets in Minnesota, leaves without the job, states that he's going to come back and return to Michigan, but then it, it surfaces that nothing was offered, nothing was happening, so it appeared as though Minnesota did not want to commit to bringing him on as their coach. It got a little messy. We know about Jim Harbaugh taking the pay cut from from I think it was to the tune of four million dollars I believe uh, he gets that back in a renegotiation of sorts where he just basically gets his old contract restored and now is returning as the new head coach uh, or well excuse me the returning head coach of the mm. Michigan Wolverines after having his best season so far as the head guy take it stretch. Well, first of all, I don't give a damn about nothing that's going on in Michigan. Amazing blue. All right. I mean, let me just get that out there, you know, first and foremost. Anyway, looking at this whole Harbaugh situation, nobody is more happier than Kirk Cousins because he doesn't have to be coached by Jim Harbaugh. And that's probably (laughs) one of the reasons they ain't want him anyway. So let's just let's just put let's just put that out there. Listen, what has he done? He's he, he was zero five uh, against Ohio State and Dan Ryan up, up up to the last game of the season. And first of all, they keep calling Ohio State the the, the rivalry. We're the rivalry. You got to meet us first. But you know, looking at his contract, I know why he came back because if he left his contract early, he would have to owe Mich- uh, University of Michigan three million dollars. He would have to pay that money back, so he went back, so he wouldn't have to pay them three million dollars. He, he gets his old salary back at seven at, at seven million dollars. If he wins the Big East title, he wins he gets five hundred thousand. If he wins the Big Ten title, he gets another million dollars. So that's the reason why he came back. It was all about money. Hmm. I mean, you. He he wanted to go back to the NFL. Whatever reason, it didn't align. It didn't work out. He wanted the Raiders. They didn't want him. Okay, I settled for Minnesota. I'm going to Minnesota. Whatever happened, whatever went wrong, 
I don't know. I believe Harbaugh is a fantastic coach. Everywhere he's been, he wins. He wins, he wins everywhere he goes. University of San Diego, they're trash when he got there. They're good when he was there. Stanford was trash when he got there. They were good when he's left. The Niners were trash when he got there. They were good when he's left. Michigan was trash when he got there. They're good now. Wherever he goes, he wins. Minnesota may or may not have made a they mistake. They were good for a season. Um, one, who was good for a season? One good, good for a Michigan. season. Michigan, one good season. Michigan is good. good. They're good. good Compared to when he got there, they're good. I mean, it's coming from two guys that despise Michigan and the go blue, you know, it's go green and a white out, you know. So I'm I'm impartial here. That's oh right. Get God. it right. We're, it's we're right. Get it right, Beaver. Michigan sucks. <laughs> I hate Michigan. I hate y'all guts. I don't care what Jim Harbaugh did. I hope y'all lose every game. We got legendary moment coming up next. <laughs> this is up on game. Fox Sports Radio.